Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pamela Gums, Dr. Pam as she's known, is uh, the head of United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California. And uh, she's been much talked about. She's uh, gotten awards. She uh, doc uh, documentary. Um, she's the subject of a documentary and a, an extended radio series here. Dr. Pam, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Well, uh, we were talking a little bit off mic uh, about brain fog, and uh, brain fog is something that that comes as a consequence. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it comes as a consequence of COVID-19. That's correct, huh? It's, it's a totally misunderstood. It normally comes with a um, from long-term COVID, and it's a disorder of executive function. That means all your basic tasks, it's as if somebody hits a mental wall when you're trying to read a book, when you're trying to say something to somebody, uh, filling out a form, or even just cleaning up. Yeah, it seems like you lost your world, you can't, your imagination, your planning, your thinking, your daydreaming appears to have gone out the window. Yeah, that's scary. I mean, just, uh, you know, all of those things. You know, I one time, and I, I, I started asking you, I started asking you off mic uh, if it's a consequence of over-medication. Uh, at one time, I had a... Uh, a, a situation where I took too many antibiotics, and I felt like I, I felt like I, uh, uh, you know, almost overdosed on them. I, I took them like three times instead of taking them twice, and then I did it again the next day. I, I don't know what, I, I was just distracted and whatever. But they were antibiotics, and I, uh, I had I guess similar to what, uh, what you're talking about there. Um, you know, my question to you is, uh, is, is that. And, and again, I, I felt like I was completely lost. Uh, I didn't have the, uh, oh, by the way, I had no appetite either, which was a good good thing for me, right? But I had no appetite uh, while this was going on. And I had a, um, it, you know, for, I, I would say three or four days, I had, uh, you know, a haziness to my thinking. Even my vision was a little hazy. Uh, I mean, could that be the same thing, or is that something different? I think that's a little bit different. Yeah, you know, because I didn't, ex I didn't experience brain fog, but I, I'm hearing a lot of people um, that that have experienced brain fog through uh, through COVID that suffered from COVID. They, you know, they lost their their sense of smell and taste and and everything else. Um, what, what else can you tell us about it? What is the uh, uh, how would people know if they have this? And you gave, you know, somewhat of a description, but if you give us a little more. Okay, well, okay. There's, um, they're saying it's something that people don't want to show you. All right? Everybody wants to be normal. Yeah. So if you get it, um, if you're older, they're going to put it into its... It's like Alzheimer's, you're getting older, and so your mind isn't functioning as well. If you're younger, then you're probably depressed. 
Um, they haven't done that many studies into brain fog. They, they find that people get, um, about 20 to 30% of people get brain fog after they've been infected with COVID about three months. But they find that 65 to 85% of people who have had long-term COVID are also affected, okay? And it affects both young and old, whether you go into a hospital or not. And it's not a psycho, psychosomatic type of thing, but there are real changes to the brain chemistry and the structure. All right? It's not a mood disorder, but it hits one's mental ability to focus. We can't focus. We can't hold information in our mind. And we have a problem blocking out distraction. So it is like hitting a mental wall. Yeah, it's uh, fascinating, all the different aspects of, of COVID that are coming up. And these are things that we haven't talked about before and haven't mentioned before. But brain fog is our subject today. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pam is our very special guest. And and she is part of an extended series, Dr. Pamela Gums, to be more specific. And uh, in pharmacy is her, uh, is her occupation and her profession and she has uh she has done it as well as anyone over the course of these years frank mckay here much more importantly dr pam is our very special guest you, you know it's uh those are scary numbers if you think about it and you mentioned those numbers come with long-term covid uh, what what did we considered long-term covid as opposed to short term or, or just normal covid well, some people, some people don't get rid of the COVID. They keep, they continue on with all the symptoms. All right. Yeah. And like they said, with brain fog, they, they said, it's like, um, I'm getting ready to say something to you. We've all done it at one time. The, um, intent of what the message does not come through. I start to say it, I lose. And all of a sudden I stop talking. It's like it went in one year and not the other. All right. Very, yeah. Very it, 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 like I said, people don't want to when they when they go to ask people who have COVID how they're feeling and they check try to check their memories. Nobody wants to say that they're experiencing something that's stupid. All of a sudden, I couldn't uh, remember what I was saying. I was trying to cook a meal, and I'm just looking at the food on the counter and I don't know what it's there for it's it's really absurd things that happen yeah. and nobody wants to feel that, that, that they that they do that so they won't share it with the doctor's office yeah, I guess there's a uh, there's a stigma attached to the fact of of losing any of your mental um, uh, faculties and who would want to uh, you know uh, accept the fact that they uh, that they might be doing that um you know i'm dealing with an alzheimer's uh patient and my uncle my 85 year old uncle is uh uh is is in assisted living they just switched and you know i you know i gotta believe um i've got to believe that he has alzheimer's even though he hasn't been diagnosed uh quite yet uh with that but uh certainly some type of dementia uh does this fall under the category brain fog does it fall under the category of dementia, or is this something completely different? 
this is completely different. It's it's supposed to be a malfunction in the retrieval of memory. So your current memory appears to become a distant memory. Okay. Uh, uh, it feels like your memory has been disrupted. So you get bits and pieces. Unless you become... Di- you're not you, you um, become destabilized. You don't know what you're doing. You can't think anymore. Your thinking is in a random pat- pattern and things. They they have compared it to um, other places. Um, oh, they've gone through other disease states that they think are. They think that cancer patients go through what a, they call a chemo brain. HIV patients go through something similar as brain fog. Uh, and they think that chronic fatigue syndrome also shares this thing called brain fog. But like they said, they don't think that viruses cause um, anything in the brain, so there's no research so far. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Dr. Pam is the voice that you're hearing, Dr. Pamela Gums from United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California, and she's much ballyhooed and talked about pharmacists for many years, many articles and and accolades and awards given to this lady. Thrilled to have her. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pam. Uh, Dr. Pam, when you you talk about uh, those type of, uh, you know, we'll call it stigmas, um, it, it, it does affect how we report it to our healthcare professionals. And that's, that's a shame because we're, we're kind of cheating ourselves when we, uh, when we don't tell our doctor or our pharmacist everything that, uh, that they should know to make an assessment. And, um, and if there are people that are holding back facts, I mean, that's a material fact, they would say in law, right? It's a material fact if you have brain fog. And I, I imagine you and a doctor would, would treat that differently in um, uh, treat things differently in um, in, in your uh, prescribing or you uh, distributing your uh, medication to that individual. Uh, is it safe to say the stigma uh, is is not it's not healthy for us to keep information from either our pharmacist or or our doctors uh, on really anything that that involves something this monumental brain fog. To me, would uh, would be that monumental. Well, brain fog is still a new term. All right, I mean, but they had brain fog before they had COVID. All right, but anything that affects the memory is something that um, nobody wants to talk about. You remember growing up, you do your homework. Well, I can't remember. That means you did not study enough. And so memory was very important growing up. You had to do your homework. You had to remember this. You had to do your class assignments. Once you're grown, memory is very important. And then when you people start getting Alzheimer's or dementia, they won't tell you. I've had friends that they repeat whatever they say 50 million times. But, after the, but you don't notice it until after maybe a, a couple of months that maybe they have dementia or maybe Alzheimer's. They're not going to tell you. 
just it's just one more thing that uh, I, it's great information. Don't get me wrong, but it's uh, uh, it, you know it's it, it's a mountain of problems that have come from this late you know this virus, this latest chapter in our our world's history. You know it's uh, it's it's still there and it's still producing problems, even though we have a pretty good handle on what is uh, what is going on. Um, the latest, Dr. Pam, on on any uh, vaccines or boosters. Uh, is there a new booster? I remember uh, someone urging me to wait till September to get my second booster because there was something new coming out. Do you know of any new boosters coming out? Well, there is a second booster. I thought there was a third booster coming out. Um, offhand, I do, I do not know whether there's a third one or not. There are two boosters out there right now. See, I always thought that the booster shot was just another uh, dose of the vaccine. Uh, is is that accurate? It's just an extra dose of the uh, vaccine, or is there a uh, is is there a way to differentiate it uh, chemically? Uh, I would say the boot. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> I think it's just another dose of the of the uh, vaccine. Yeah, that's what I would think. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's just it's just supposed to increase your immunity. That's all. Giving you you know a booster would mean yes. Here's more of the same. We're going to give you a little bit of more. You know, a little bit more of it to uh, up your immunity to uh, to it. You know, uh, it's just kind of an interesting thought, and and not to get too. Uh, uh, too knocked off track, uh, but this, uh, someone once told me about, about snake traumas. You know, you've seen snake traumas in different places like India and the, the Middle East, and you, you notice these folks that they're handling cobras or that they're real close to cobras and they're not concerned about getting bit. And someone once told me why they're not as concerned as we would be. I mean, a bite from a cobra would kill you uh, within 15 minutes, kill me within 15 minutes. And uh, for somehow, these snake charmers are not uh, are, are not in a panic being around this deadly viper. And the reason that I heard was that from a very young age, when they're doing their training to be a snake charmer, they take tiny little cobras and they they get bitten by them. So as small children, they're getting bitten by tiny baby cobras, and then they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and as they grow, they build up a, an immunity to the cobra's poison. And uh, and I, I thought it was fascinating. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I've asked a couple of people and they've backed it up uh, informationally, and uh, you know, that, that factually, it's a, uh, uh, it's, it's a, a good, solid fact on that but to me uh, i thought that was very interesting I and mean, here we are talking about immunity and when you uh when you talk about a snake trauma we're talking about you know somebody who has done their own vaccine so to speak you know and they've they've built up this unbelievable immunity to a very deadly snake uh in the cobra just kind of interesting did you ever hear that before well yeah i've heard some of that they, they say they also hypnotized 
the snake. Oh, that's interesting. They play with the snake, pull it around, and do all kinds of things. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's inter very interesting. I never even heard that. That they, you know, but obviously they know something about that snake that we don't know. And uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, fairly interesting. Uh, what else? What else should we know about brain fog? Uh, are there? You know, you said that there there aren't many studies yet because it's it's very new. Um, is uh, is there something um, coming out that's uh, uh, that? You know, that's in the form of a study that uh, that you know about, or do we just assume that there'll be some studies coming out because it's becoming more more and more uh, prominent? Well, there are studies in, in Britain where they're talking about um, mild COVID, talking about the parahippocampal, uh, the part of the brain that, that encodes and retrieves memory, and they think that eventually that brain fog could be reversible. But they're going to have to do a, a lot more studies. Yeah. Well, that's good to, you know, that's very positive to uh, to think about. Uh, any final thoughts before we let you go? And, uh, you know, this is fascinating. I, uh, you know, I've, I've heard brain fog. I've heard that as a, uh, as, a, as a term, but I've never had it explained to me the way you are uh, doing it now. So, uh, you know, on behalf of everyone, I appreciate you um, clarifying uh, what it is. But uh, if you have a final thought on, on any of this, and uh, often our, our subject, of course, coming, uh, coming out of a, uh, a global pandemic um, uh, is, uh, is about uh, COVID-19. But uh, any final thoughts before we go, Dr. Pam? I know. I just want to remember if you, if, imagine the, the inability to concentrate or to execute a plan, something becoming so difficult. Uh, a scary thought. I, yeah. Oh, anyway, listen, a great job as always. Um, love, to, uh, love to hear the wisdom of somebody who's studied this and who's practiced uh, 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 pharmaceutical profession uh and uh, you know for for so long and so successfully dr pam thank you very much for being here okay thank you all right thanks a lot uh, okay frank mckay here so much more importantly our very special guest has been dr pamela gums or dr pam as she is uh, often referred to and she's uh the head of united pharmacy in berkeley california and uh what a what a career she's having and has had um, accolades everywhere you look. She's the subject of a documentary and, of course, extended radio series. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.